Welcome to the Doodle Shack Podcast. This is the host, Jess Cook. Go to the website at doodleshack.org. Feel free to email me at design at jesscook.co. The Doodle Shack Podcast is sponsored by jesscook.co. Welcome to the show. episode and today I have a special guest on my show and it's Ellen Aaron Salazar. Me and Aaron worked has worked with each other for how long Aaron? Um about 10 years. 10 years it's been an awesome road awesome road sometimes high sometimes low huh Aaron? <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, when you work for somebody that with somebody that long you end up just becoming family yeah. and you know it's yeah, we learn from each other, and it's been great. I've become a better person because of it. Yeah, I equal same here. Same here. It's been an awesome, awesome experience to know Erin and watch her grow. Because I watched her go from um, just coming onto the company to now she's a senior graphic designer, and so we're excited to hear more about that. But um, so, give us a start by telling us a brief history of yourself and a little bit about creativity growing up in your life. Okay. Well, I moved a lot when I was younger. So, I had to learn how to make friends over and over again. Um, my dad, he was um, transferred a lot. So, I got to move from Utah to Oregon about four times in Oregon in different locations and then back to Utah. Um, all before I got into high school. So it was, it was tough, but my dad was always involved in musical productions. So I had him as an influence to be theatrical and it made me overcome my insecurities to introduce myself to new people. So following my dad's footsteps, I would always audition to every school play or musical in the community or in, in school that I could. And it was fun. At that point, I wasn't too much of a creative artist. I was just more creative and like wanting to sing and be on stage and have the spotlight on me. And that was kind of how I got into the creative field because you have to act and that's not always easy for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And your, your dad's creative, isn't he? Oh, yes. Yeah. I remember his photography and a bunch of different, I think, different exactly. things. Exactly. Yep. He does a lot of photography, which we'll get to that later. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. So next question then, who was your biggest influence? Um, well, in addition to my dad, I had a lot of influencers in my life. Um, my mother was an amazing singer in a bluegrass band growing up. Awesome. He's from North Carolina. So her being from there and coming to Utah, there's a lot of unique styles and influence that comes with that. Um, she's also an amazing interior designer and a successful landscape designer. Mm -hmm. Her skills were all over the place as well growing up. So she would, she learned to play the piano. She was a huge sewer. She made a lot of our clothes and I looked up to her a lot with how much she was able to learn new things and new ways to do stuff um, by herself. And if I had any questions, she would uh, explain it to me step by step. So just that whole learning process of being able to, to watch her and listen to her 
explaining it was a really big deal for, you know, being able to open up your creativity. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing how often it is a mom or a dad that, that you, that people are looking to when they're younger and it's usually their influence and it's nothing huge. It's just them living and, and doing what they normally do. And that's a huge influence. Exactly. Huge influence. For me, it was my grandmother and it was a normal, it was nothing forced. It was just a normal, normal thing. And, and it was something that was a big, it was a bit, she was a big impact. It sounds like your mom was a big, big impact as well. Oh, and still, I mean, yeah. still she is. Yeah. Um, so, and there's, sorry, I'm going to, just a little bit, a little bit about perform, your performing, a little small little story about Aaron. Um, <laughs> we were in Baltimore, weren't we in Baltimore, Aaron? Where? And we hired for an event, we hired, what were they called? What was the name of the band? Millennial, Millennium or something like that. I can't remember the name of the band, but Aaron was able to get up and, and perform. And I didn't know Aaron did anything like that. And I was nervous for, I was nervous for, and then when they called her on stage, she was gone. She was gone for a minute. But then at the last second she came on and, and, uh, she sang don't stop believing and by from, uh, journey. And it was so awesome. It was fun. To... <laughs> like my theme song at work now. <laughs> yeah, it was so fun. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I didn't know she did anything like that. And so it was just fun to see her up there just jamming. And she performed oh just right along, just as I good as them. The dog. Do you remember that? The sinus <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do remember. You were sick. You were sick. But oh my word. That's fun. Sorry. Just a little, no, little memory. Right. I, I love I love that. It's I haven't done that in a long time, like yeah. being on stage. Yeah. And what did you how often did you perform? Were I think were you in a band? Um, yeah, I was in a band. So there was a lot of, um, so when my brother has learned how to play instruments and I've never been interested in an instrument. I always thought I was just like the singer part, mm-hmm. you know? So growing up, they all had to learn how to play the drums and the guitar. And my brother was a DJ. So they all went to school at this, um, this, this, it's like a community school mm-hmm. and they would put, they would have all these instructors teaching these kids how to play. And then they would bring them together to play as a, a band together. Mm-hmm. And so I would always be the one who was asked to be the singer. Cause everyone was too shy uh-huh. is sing along. So I would go in there and I put on a wig and I dress up like, you know, <laughs> um, uh, Axl Rose. And I just, make them feel so much more at ease, just kind of like, this is going to be fun. And so I was always in one of those little bands where it's always just like a community thing. And it always felt really good to be a part of that. Yeah. But there's, there's nothing like moving and grooving and going with it and having fun with that type of stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So now what do you do now, Aaron? So, um, right now, um, I'm doing graphic design for the company. Um, I create the, um, what is it? The uh, environmental graphics for our conferences, which is fairly 
it's fairly large. We go to different um, areas of the world, and I have to build all of the artwork for those conferences and make sure that all the artwork is created to size, depending on what the hotel specs are, and making sure if I don't get to go see the hotels, I have to kind of go off of images on what the carpet color is and what the walls are so I can make sure that the colors don't clash and they look good and um, directionals. So it's it's a pretty detailed job. Yeah. You know, because you used oh, to yeah. do it. Yeah. You're I the was... one that taught me how to do all of this. <laughs> I was right along. We were right along with each other for a little while doing all that stuff. It's a lot of work, but it's fun. Yeah, very, very, uh, very satisfying when it's all done. You get there and it's all set up. But then exactly. when it's then then what is done, it goes in the garbage. That's what that's the nature <laughs> of the beast. <laughs> it is. Oh my gosh! You're like just tear it down and roll it up and yeah. throw it in the. Yeah, but a little bit of therapy there, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess. It's but, true. Yeah, that's good. And so you and when Erin came on to PDC, she just was an administrative assistant, and then you got went into college. How long ago have you been out of college, Erin? Um, I graduated in uh, 2014. Cool. Cool. Yeah. And, and then you then so what's happened after that? Um. Well, so let me start back at um how I got into graphic design, oh, yeah. painting, all that kind of stuff. By the time I could drive, I really started working for my stepdad at his business mm-hmm. for heating and air conditioning. And I went from a parts runner to a dispatcher for, you know, emergency calls and an office manager dealing with all the accounting and payments and all that stuff. And then I moved into like marketing. So I learned a lot of the marketing side of things kind of like, Oh, Aaron, will you put this ad on KSL? in the paper will you put it you know here and there and i'm like oh "Oh, i don't know what i'm doing but i'll ask so i kind of was a self-learner at that point Mm -hmm. um and with getting the hang of calling and asking people questions about how to do things and you know i was building an ad just off of word (laughs) don't cringe (laughs) (laughs) you know i mean they were just like just put together because i had to yeah and uh, my brother was a very successful graphic designer at Coca-Cola. So for me, I felt like that was calling and not mine. I was more of an administrative person. So after working for my stepdad, I ended up getting a job at the Natural History Museum, being an accountant <laughs> for a year and a half. And that was so cool. But they had to furlough quite a few people at one point, and I had to find a new job. So, like you said, I applied for an executive assistant job at, at Priority Dispatch. Mm-hmm. And after and that was great, and I got the job. And after a year of that, I found myself feeling more um, uh, pulled in a direction that was with marketing. So I became a lot more connected to your team yeah. and your department 
and you guys were just always so much fun to be around. And I was so curious about all the creativity you guys had. It was just so infectious. We had so, tons of fun. It was yeah. tons of fun. Tons yeah. of fun. And so after a year and a half of working for my boss, they offered to move me into the marketing department as an assistant. And so my, after that, my boss offered me an education in graphic design and I just found out that I loved it. I loved mm -hmm. the technicalities of it. I was so grateful that, I mean, that's a pretty special gift that I was given to pursue something that was part of the department yeah. I worked in. Not a lot yeah. of people have that experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and being influenced by super talented designers like you and like Chris Carr and Lee and reading, all you guys were huge mentors to me. And it was so, I had so much support that I fell in love with school and learning design. It made me pursue things so much more. And I'd bring my homework into work and I'd <laughs> revive all of your guys' schooling as well. You're like, oh, I remember doing that. Nope. Yep. <laughs> And, and that was, that was a, what neat thing though. And I thought how cool I was always jealous because of that, seeing that you were able to, what an awesome resource you had to have a group of people you're able to come on and education was right along. I probably, you probably learned more from us than you did at school just because of well, the, the, uh, the big education you had. In there. Oh my God. And I, I think I influenced a lot of people in school. Mm -hmm by saying that I'm working in these departments and they would ask me how it works yeah. being an in-house, you know, design firm. Yeah. And, you know, it was just so helpful for me to feel like, okay, I can also provide help to them yeah. as well as you guys giving me as much real world. Yeah. Not it was it was fun to watch you grow too. It was neat to be in the on this back kind of the back in the background watching you grow and and then anyway, it was really neat. It was really neat to yeah, watch you. you. Guys were my big brothers. Yeah. You know, you guys just like pushed me through things and you know, you know, gave me all the critiques that I needed and you know, it hurts, but yeah. <laughs> I yeah. did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's cool though to have that influence though to have someone there that can tough love a little bit. Yeah, tough love. Absolutely. But so I mean, also, I fell in love with school. I love it so much, and all of that included the learning about the design basics, which included painting with oils. Uh -huh. And I found that painting was a secret talent I didn't know I had. Yeah. Because, I mean, after after that course, I submitted a piece of art to the school, and I won the Dean's Choice, and they ended up purchasing the art to be included in their permanent gallery. Neato. That's that's really cool. So you didn't, you had never, you didn't know that you'd, you could paint like that? No, I did not. <laughs> that's great. I, that's you awesome. know, I followed instructions. I followed the, how the, and I praised the teacher for that because he was really able to 
you know, when you're painting, it's really weird because you start with like a base layer and you're like, oh, isn't that going to ruin it? And then you start doing all these weird colors. You build it up. Colors and then you build it up and you're like, are you sure this is how it's supposed Mm -hmm. to look? (laughs) But then, you know, once you see a final product of your work just by doing those steps, it's amazing. It's amazing because it works. Right. That's cool. So, um, I think we heard, so anything else you want to tell me about creativity and how it plays in your life now? Um, you know, creativity is everywhere. Don't you agree? Yep. I agree. I see it everywhere. I'm yep. sure you do. Yep. I, I just moved from suburbia to a little cottage at the mouth of Big Cottonwood Canyon. And right now I'm currently sitting on my back porch looking at the river and seeing trees and flowers and hummingbirds. And it immediately explodes my creativity. I mean, mm-hmm. my, the other thing is the design team at work is also a huge part of creativity, being able to bounce back and forth and talk yep. and be vulnerable and, you know, listen to each other's different styles is very helpful in the creative mm-hmm. process. Yeah. Um, you remember when we'd go on walks and we would have to find certain design shapes mm-hmm. yep. in the old natural world. So you'd have to see like all of a sudden you just open your eyes to landscape designs and mm-hmm. architecture and yep. all that kind of stuff. Just like you don't think that it was thought out that way, but it really was. It was. Yep. It was. It's all. And that's what's neat when you have a creative, a creative, you don't even even need to be an artist and in the formal sense, draw and to paint, you can just have the mindset of seeing and being creative and a whole another world opens up to you. It's, it's, so cool. it's awesome. And it's you're awesome. so like that, Jess, you really do. Um, you're the kind of person that hones in on a lot of that. Um, I've always noticed that about you and you're always finding new and creative ideas to either help people or, um, explore new ways of sharing your talent. It's just a really cool thing. And I love, I, I love, and I miss because you're on a different floor than me. <laughs> and now we're all home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I really love that you come down and you tell me all your new inspirational ideas. And it's just so inspiring. That's such a huge thing for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, knowing that you're doing that. Yeah. Well, um, thank you, Aaron. And, and I think as the more, and the more creative, the more I focus on my creativity and creating, the more I realize that, um, it makes me extremely happy. Absolutely. You know, it's the creation is amazing. It, it does something, um, to your endorphins and your all that other all that other stuff that happens in your brain it's really good for you to see that happening and it's it's fun i've tried to do more of it that's why i'm doing this is to hopefully have other people catch that same spirit and well you got me on here so that's a big deal (laughs) i'm glad i'm glad reluctantly i think you came on but i think we're having a ball so we'll well yeah i'm having having a lot of fun it's just, you know, 
it, it, we're talking about me and I'm always just like, oh, yeah. I want to be the, you know, actress, you know, mm -hmm. that's on stage. It's not really me, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but awesome. I appreciate this is good for me. This it's awesome. being vulnerable. Yep, it is. It is. It's hard. This is, <laughs> this is hard. But the more I talk to people, the more I talk to people, especially about creativity, the more I love it. Because every person, even already today, talking to you, it's a whole it's a whole other opportunity to learn from somebody else's world and where they come from and their creativity and how we can how I can be more creative. I think it's awesome. Good. I'm happy for um, one last question. What advice would you give someone trying to get into graphic design or painting or creativity? What advice would you give someone? Oh my gosh. So going back to sharing, mm -hmm. don't be afraid of your designs, your artwork, um, post, 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 get an Instagram and post, take a picture of your artwork and post it freaking on social media, you know, share it. It's tough to put yourself out there, especially in the world. And, you know, people either like or hate your stuff and be scrutinizing all yeah. of it. But, yeah. but if you're going to be a graphic designer, you have to be able to overcome that. Yeah. And it, I mean, we, I'm, I haven't overcome it. I still have that problem, but me either. I, me too. I have the same problem. <laughs> But I feel like the sooner you can share your work with people, the more you can mold and um, your work into something that you can be proud of. And like I was telling you, we'll get to my dad, uh -huh. his photography. If you hoard your work, like my dad does with his photography, which is amazing, uh -huh. but he does. He doesn't put it up on any stock photo uh, website. He doesn't do anything with it except keep it in his gallery, in his home. And no one gets to be inspired by that. They're, you don't, you're not able to grow. And I tell him all the time, I said, don't hoard your photos. They're beautiful. Yeah. And that's the same kind of thought is yeah. you don't know. Knowing that you're holding on to that, you can't get inspired. You can't inspire people yeah. and you can't grow yourself. Yeah. Confidence comes with being vulnerable and yeah. willing to accept people's opinions, but still stand by your design yeah. and convince them that the reason why this is good work is because of da da da. You know, mm -hmm. that's yeah. the key is being able to explain why you feel like naturally somebody thinks that this color, this blue should be in the ocean, but why shouldn't it be like hot pink yep. and all your color schemes are, you know, in a, you've got your color palette. That's totally different than blue. So somebody's going to say, why is it blue? That's not, or why is it hot pink? Yeah. It's blue. And you've got to be able to explain that. And don't ever be afraid of how you came up with it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Anything more about your dad? Did you have, I know you had some things to say about him. Did you need anything else? No, that was, that was it. Basically Perfect. he is a, he has such a huge talent that it, 
you know, if you're going to get in graphic design, people are going to see your stuff. That's the whole point. Yep. So the quicker you can get your designs out there and feel comfortable with, you know, posting it or sharing it with your family, yeah. getting things out there, there are going to be things you love and things you hate. Yep. Some you're embarrassed of and some things down the road. You're like, what did I do? do. <laughs> yeah, it's normal. And I still do. You still, even a year ago, I'd look at something. I'm like, Oh my gosh, what was I thinking? Well, you were thinking at that, you were thinking current at that time. There was some kind of influence or creative idea that was going on in your brain at that point. And yep. sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, but yep. not check the box and say, I already tried that. Thank you for joining us. Visit the website at doodleshack.org. The Doodle Shack podcast is sponsored by JessCook.co. We will see you next time. Keep on creating.